This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the podcast for alpaca people. So good to see you again. So, oh, is it raining? Is it dry? <laughs> we're kind of, we're in May now, but it feels a little bit like we're in April showers. We've been having some some stuff. We even had a bit of thunder yesterday and it didn't show anything. Didn't I fed the, fed the girls early, <laughs> but it didn't produce anything. And then a, a while later, probably, I don't know, almost an hour later, it started tipping down really, really hard anyway. They, they survived. They're okay. Now, I've got a question for you. Let me ask you, what's a fence for? What is a fence for? Is it to keep your alpacas in or to keep other things out? Mm. It's kind of both, isn't it? So, fences, interesting. Is it keeping us in, keeping them out? <laughs> or is it both? We had a lamb in on the uh, the boys' field up at the top on the bank side, and it somehow got through the fence at the top. It's a bit leaky, uh, not not kind of. It's it's in its twilight years, and there are some bits that are that are slightly more <laughs> suspect than others. Anyway, it, it got through. The mum wasn't too far away, just the other side of the fence. <laughs> but this the lamb was on our side, so it didn't do its job of keeping them out. It didn't keep the lamb out. Uh, so now, but it's now doing a different job. It's keeping the lamb in on our side and not letting it go back. Oh, that's a challenge. So we had a wander up anyway, and we, we kind of approached, we approached quietly and carefully and all that uphill stuff headed towards where it was. Oh, panic, panic. And started running along the fence line. Uh, and, and it was just in the right place. I thought, I know, it's great. I'll be able to. So I closed him up. Oh, it's a bit higher. So I've got a clamber up. Anyway, it, it gave it a little bit of that just 30 seconds of me clambering up the slope to get up to the fence line was enough for it to get along, get stuck in the corner and then find a way over the fence at that point. Still on our side, but it got over the fence into the next bit. So I, I, I thought I had it cornered. I thought I had it sorted. The fence was doing its job and keeping it in, but no. Uh, so it went over the top, um, but still on our side. So it goes; it's running along now and, and bleating away, and the mum's not far away. The other side of the fence, also bleating away. Uh, it's amazing what a bit of adrenaline does for you. Not not so much mine, but the, the lambs. So it headed over towards the gate, and I'm thinking, oh, is that what you came in with it? At this point, the, the male alpacas were on the path just ahead of us, and they noticed what was going on. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> They weren't quite sure what to make of this little white scurrying thing that was desperately trying to get away. Anyway, it got to the gate, got to the edge of the gate, and it squeezed through somehow. I think it got, actually went through the gate rather than... We, we couldn't find a, an obvious <laughs> hole that it got through. I think it just kind of leaped up and managed to squeeze itself through the gate. It won't be able to do that for long. It was quite a chunky little thing. And it was... Uh, I'm sure it was a ram. <laughs> a ram lamb. Just had that look about him. So, yeah. Off, off it went back to mum. And so we walked back along the, the fence line just to work out that there weren't any obvious uh, massive holes. Well, there's a few bits and pieces, and I can do a bit of tidying. 
but it's an ongoing problem. We've got so much fence, covers such a long area. It's difficult to keep it all in the best of conditions and the posts rot and, 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 and. So, yeah, as fence, is it to keep in or to keep out? Both. What about gates? Well, they're, they're similarly, you know, is a gate to close things in or to, you know, to open, let things out? And it does both of those jobs. So this is something that's, uh, has been obviously the exercise of my little my little brain uh, in the circumstances we've been experiencing. And I've just been thinking about gates and fences and what their job is. Is it keeping in, keeping out? Is it giving access or closing access, preventing access? Mm. I was also thinking about gravity. Now, is gravity a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just there. We have it anyway. It doesn't matter what you think about it or it doesn't matter what I think about it. Gravity is there and it's present. And But there are times when I kind of, you know, we were slogging up this hill to go rescue this lamb and put it back with his bum. And gravity felt like it wasn't my friend. <laughs> I was hurrying up the hill. Uh, coming down wasn't so bad, although actually it was a little bit too much and my legs were tired by then, so... <laughs> I was starting to move and then I couldn't slow myself down. I had to use my muscles too much to slow myself down and they were feeling tired from all the going up and now they've got to come down. So gravity, mm, it's both positive and negative. It's it's doing doing two jobs. <laughs> but gravity is a good thing because it helps keep our feet on the ground. No, no, literally it does. keeps our feet on the ground. And we do want gravity. But there are sometimes that it works for us, and sometimes it feels like it's working against us. And yet, it's the same thing. Hmm. So there are things like this which are, are kind of limiting factors. And how much space you've got, for example, on the farm. How much space have you got for your alpacas? How much grazing have you got? Uh, it's a limiting factor. And where the fences are, where the gates are, I've told you before about my stories about how many gates we put in and the neighbour said, oh, I think you've probably got enough gates now. And we stopped. But, be but before we should have done, because we had to have him back <laughs> a while later to put another gate in the corner, because that's what we needed. So sometimes you have to live with things as they are and then adjust later. And sometimes you can plan things in advance but these are limiting factors that we all face, different kinds, different different ways. We all have limits to the things that we can do and things that are easy. So how do we use these things to our advantage? Can we make a virtue out of a necessity? That's always a good thing to try and do if you can. This is, this is my limitation, but I'm going to take advantage of that. I've only got small fields. Well, that's can be useful. Keep them in a small field, get them to graze it well before you move them into the next small field. Maybe that's okay. Or maybe you have a gate or you put a gate in the fence between these two small fields and now you've got a larger one and you can contain them if you need to, but you can also give them wider space. And And, and our girls have, have had the run of the valley for quite some time, really, since the pandemic. Since we haven't had people coming and going, we've just had the gate closed across the, the road coming into to, to the valley in the car park. And they, they've just had the run of the valley, so they've chosen when they could go here or there. And that's it. That's just, uh, you know, I feel immensely 
privileged, really, to have that flexibility to be able to do that. They've got access to water. <laughs> they were all soaking yesterday. When I went down to feed them, there was there was loads of them. Water, oh, there's another one. Oh, and another one. Another one. And they were all kind of wet. All the fleece was clinging to their skinny legs. Nobody, they've got what looks like quite large legs, but it's all fleece. But the fleece was all clinging because they're all wet. They've been sat in the water somewhere. I'm not quite sure which bit of the water. But they, did, they obviously enjoyed cooling themselves off in some water. And we've had the rain. And you can look at the rain. It's it's a, a well, is it a problem or is it a blessing? Well, it all depends on the volume, of course. If you have a lot of rain, it can cause you major problems. And there's been areas of flooding and stuff here in the UK, not here, but uh, uh, west, southwest of England, uh, sort of across the, the water a bit from here. Um, hmm. And there are times we go, I need the rain. <laughs> the, the gardens need the rain or the, the, the grass needs the rain. And, and there are people, oh, of course, my grass is going to grow now. Well, they, they've got worry because they've got a lawn. Okay, they've got a lawn and their grass is going to go and it's going to make work for them because they have to cut the grass, make it look pretty. And I'm thinking, oh, goodness, this is good. Rain's coming. The grass is going to grow. I like the grass growing because it's food for my alpacas. <laughs> it's the same thing, but... Two different people see it completely differently. This is a restriction sometimes, a, a limitation, a, a, a thing that is a, a constraint. Can we make our constraints beautiful constraints? Can we make them a feature, make something of it, make it a, a big bonus to us? And it's the same thing, but you look at it differently. How do we, how do, we do that? Some people are just sunny side up, aren't they? Always. <laughs> They're always... They're always seeing the good thing and everything. They're, they're, they're the glass. Which one is it? Glass half full, probably. They're always seeing the positive side. Are you like that? Yeah, sometimes. We're all a bit like that sometimes. But sometimes we, we can get on the negative side of things and this glass is half empty. It's not a full glass. Hey, I'm, I'm really glad that I've got a glass at all. Um, mm. <laughs> That's a different thing again. Let's look at the, the things that we have and let's look at them in a way that's helpful to us and see the positives, make the most of what we've got. That's not just kind of a Pollyanna thing, but we can have the same thing, but feel completely different about it. And it's in our heads, <laughs> particularly. It's the way we think changes the way we feel about what's in front of us, whether it's the rain, because the rain can be good. If it's a really wet day, then I'm going to be indoors more. Maybe I've got some indoor work, some paperwork. Ooh, you know that those bookkeeping things that you've been avoiding? Maybe that rainy day is going to help you get to them. It doesn't, doesn't work automatically like that. But if you switch your brain in a particular way, maybe you can say, okay, this is an opportunity and I'm going to take advantage of it. Seeing the same things differently. We all get the same weather, but we can choose how we feel about it. That's That's down to us. There we are. Today's philosophy. <laughs> We've been having um, some interesting things with the the geese. They're, they're off the nest again. She's obviously lost the eggs. Oh, jolly old fox. Uh, I'm not sure whether they've gone back to trying. But anyway, the male's being a bit more aggressive and he's obviously getting frustrated. You know, you know, you have a bad day. I think he's feeling a bit grumpy. And I can't blame him. Anyway, I, I went down to the finger where the nest is. 
I was taking some pictures. I'll show you my, my lovely picture of tadpoles. You can go find it on the on the website at alpacatribe.com. And <laughs> I saw them at a distance. The next thing I know, they're in the air. These two geese are in the air, kind of approaching me. And they're, they're kind of, I don't know, about eight foot off the ground, <laughs> coming my direction. They were not happy. They were unhappy Canada geese that I was anywhere near the nest. It's not my fault. Guys, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to protect you in some way. I'm failing miserably, but... Mm. So the male particularly is a bit grumpy. He came over. I, I walked past the... <laughs> they cruised across the lake. He walked past the, car, the edge of the car park. Uh, I was actually going to get some food for the alpacas. So I was going over to the to the office. And, and uh, I was just a bit too good. He cruised over and he was... You know, he was ready. <laughs> Give him an excuse. He would have been out of the water and at me. And I'm thinking, really? I thought we were friends. So I've started talking to them again. I think perhaps I haven't been talking to them enough. And they've forgotten me. So I've been trying to get back in the good books of the Canada geese. You don't want to be in the bad books of Canada geese. And generally they are accepting. It's amazing how accepting they are of the alpacas. The alpacas, mostly. Occasionally they're sat in the gate way and, and the alpacas, you know, geese want to come in or out and the alpacas are in the way. And occasionally one of the youngsters are <laughs> just showed too much interest. The geese are not too pretty. But most of the time, they, they they cruise over the lake and they'll go over and they'll get out the water and then they're up and they're on the bank side there with the alpacas on the grass. And they're, they're just kind of in the middle of it and they, they're very happy. Um, do they know they're geese? I'm sure they know they're geese. <laughs> I'm sure they know they're not alpacas, but they're happy to be around. So they're, they're over there. And the girls regularly have been going over there at night. They'll take themselves off after the feed and they'll take themselves over to the the far side of the lake and that's where they spend the night and then they'll, they'll be back in the morning they're always back in the morning generally except for the other day they weren't and I think, oh, that's odd. they're still hmm, still at the other end of the lake Sue had been out and she, she'd been been over and past the the stable and realised the, the, the sheep and the lamb down the far end of the valley there's a leaky fence and that's where the, the sheep and lamb come in and they They'd come in and oh, it's, it's it's a bit damp. We'll just we'll just we'll just shelter here, and the alpacas weren't weren't very keen on this at all. So they took themselves and kept themselves away. So they were a bit out of place. <laughs> yeah, so we we managed to sort that out, but they did they didn't like that, and they were very slow to come down and and have their food in the stable that night. Are you sure? Are you absolutely sure that that sheep and lamb have gone? Because we're not coming down there unless we know. So a few of them went, came down and then a few others were added. And then they decided, yeah, okay. Okay, the food wins. We'll, we'll come down for the, for the food. But some of them were still holding back a bit more than they normally do uh, off at a distance. Dear, dear. They are complicated, aren't they? But then so are we. And we've been having other birds around. I saw a, a, a lovely nuthatch today. And it was on a fence post. It was going up and down. And uh, what about this grumpy male? He just checks, checks off one of the ducks. He never bothers with the ducks normally. He's obviously in a bit of a tiz. He's trying to... Oh, there's another one that's he's going to see that one off as well now. He is. He's going to... Oh, goodness me. So uh, perhaps it's just... I don't know. But he's grumpy. But he has got reason. We'll make allowances. Um, the boys would be grumpy as well. Olaf's been exerting some... Uh, 
uh, what? He's he's trying <laughs> trying it on to be more more of a of a top male. So yeah, we're just trying to uh, intervene appropriately, not get involved necessarily, but just try and protect. But generally, the boys are okay. They're a little bit a little bit twitchy and having a go at each other. So let's just <laughs> step back and not get in the middle of that. Thank you very much. But, uh, yeah, no, they they were off down the path. The other day, I managed to do the. I it was not there. It was just Howell and uh, put the food out, and I managed to call them, and they they did come eventually, <laughs> cantering along the the path. So, so the boys are doing okay, uh, and the girls, they're fine. And we will carry on doing our preparations. We've got preparations coming up for shearing. So just got a bunch of stuff to check, uh, clean up and make sure they're set off for sharpening as need be. And then we'll get to work when it's when it's the right time. Probably, where are we now? Yeah, probably another few weeks. So if you can, go spend some time with an alpaca and breathe. Yeah. Make your constraints flexible and beautiful. Take advantage of the things that could otherwise be limits. Have a good week, and if you can, go spend some time with an alpaca. Bye for now. Take care. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.